The Shoemaker and the Elves. This story came from Germany. There was once a poor shoemaker and his poor wife. They lived in a poor house and had a poor business. In fact, business was so poor that all he had left was enough leather to make one pair of shoes. Poor us, said the shoemaker that evening. After this, whatever shall become of us? Hmm. You can only do what you can, said his wife. Cut out the patterns, say your prayers, and come to bed. So the shoemaker did as she said. He cut out a pattern for a pair of boots, knelt at his prayers, and then went to sleep. They did not wake until morning light. The shoemaker got out of bed and went to his workroom, ready to start on the boots. But when he got there, what did he find but a pair of boots? So beautifully sewn, he could never have made the likes of them. Wife, wife, he called. And there was such wonder and fear in his voice, she ran in from the kitchen where she had been making their poor breakfast of milk and bread. When she saw the boots with their tiny, perfect stitches, she shook her head. Maybe, she said, maybe this is the answer to our prayers. And perhaps it was because just then a customer came into the shop, saw the boots, and was pleased with them. He paid far more than the usual price. There was enough money for the shoemaker to buy leather for two more pairs of shoes and a bit of sausage for the next morning's meal as well. Well, in that evening, he cut out the patterns for the two pair of shoes and his prayers, he said, and went to bed. He and his wife snored all through the night. The next morning, as his wife cooked sausage in the kitchen, the shoemaker went into his workshop, and there were two perfect pairs of shoes with the tiny, beautiful stitches. The first two customers who came into the shop bought the shoes for far more than he would have asked. And this time, there was enough money for leather for four pairs of shoes, as well as cheese and sausage and bread and tea. And so it went. Each night, the shoemaker cut out the leather patterns and the next morning found shoes that had been made as if by magic. One customer told another, and soon the shoemaker and his wife were rich beyond their wildest dreams. But their good fortune troubled the shoemaker and his wife. They didn't know if it was the good spirit or a wicked one watching over them, so they decided together to stay up all night and watch. They cut out the patterns together, for now there was too much work for such the sh for there was too much work for just the shoemaker on his own, and said their prayers, got into their bedclothes, and pretended to go to sleep. But long before the church bells had rung the midnight hour, they sneaked through the darkened house to stand behind the workshop curtains to watch. Just at the midnight, they heard thump and bump and out of the mouse hole crawled two little men, naked as newborns. And they got right to work, stitching and sewing, hammering and nailing until the church bells rang out at six o'clock. Then they set the newly made shoes on the shoemaker's table and disappeared back into the mouse hole with not a word spoken the entire night. Those little men have made us rich, husband, said the wife, yet they have nothing for themselves. Let us make them tiny shirts and pants and shoes so they will not freeze to death. 
poor mites, her husband answered. So they worked all day to make the gifts and set them out by the new leather patterns at night. Then saying their prayers, they went to bed this time to sleep. But right at midnight after the bells had tolled, the shoemaker and his wife were awakened by a commotion in the workshop. There was laughing and singing and a strange caterwauling. They got out of bed and tiptoed down the hall. The little men were dressed in their new clothes and shoes, and they were dancing about singing. Look at us, dressed for the day. We'll make no shoes. We are our way. And off they danced across the table, jumped to the floor, ran into the mouse hole, and were gone. <laughs> they never returned. The shoemaker and his wife were not sad because they'd paid the elves in kind for all their hard work. And in fact, their customers continued to double and triple, so the shoemaker and his wife did, indeed, live happily ever after. A kindness done, in kind returned, gives happiness to all concerned.